Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Hundred Things Podcast with me, Todd Duncan. And me, Sebastian Terry. The One Hundred Things Podcast. Oh, what's on your list Today, we are talking about what was originally going to be called the sexy ones. Because we were going to merge a few list items together that, that fit that title. And then I struck gold. <laughs> Number 21, speed dating. Oh, dear. You wrote a two and a half thousand word blog Did on I? it. Yes, the original blog, two and a half thousand words. Mm. So, boy, do we have some uh, real tender meat to get well, stuck I- into today. It happened a while ago, and uh, I, I do like writing, so it doesn't surprise me, but I don't remember a two-and-a-half-thousand-word uh, essay. Yeah, so this, this is a, a good decade or so ago, I think, this, this took place. So, uh, mm, mm. And, uh, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how many of the dates you remember um, <laughs> and, and how it all went down. But let's start where we always start. Why did this make it onto the list? Well, uh, it was on the list because I always found it fascinating. Uh, I wasn't a prolific data. I never was. I was actually quite shy. Uh, and, you know, I was sheltered growing up. So the concept of speed dating, going to a room, meeting people in a sequential order for three minutes at a time with a little bell at the air, I just found it so weird uh, and completely intimidating. And I just thought, what do you say to each other for three minutes? So, yeah, that, that was why. Again, I ju- I, it was something I'd never tried before. Um, it yeah. wasn't necessarily to try and find... In fact, it wasn't to try and find love at all. Uh, as you say, it was 10 years ago. So I was, I was kind of like my late, mid to late 20s and I was embarking on 100 things. So I thought, no, this is just weird. This will be great. Uh, and also, because I can't remember, I feel like I'm on trial here. I feel you're going to be... <laughs> There's, there's nothing too much to worry about, I, I would say. I mean, you know, there'll be a few interesting questions posed. Great. But uh, let's, let's get straight to the uh, first part of that two and a half thousand words you scribed all those years ago. Uh-huh. I had always wondered what type of person speed dating attracted. Desperate and dateless, socially awkward, asthmatic. <laughs> I, was a, <laughs> I was about to find out. 13 girls stand opposite 13 guys in an otherwise empty room within a pub. Numbered placements from 1 to 13 lay on various benchtops and tabletops throughout the venue, and next to these stand lit candles, encouraging intimacy. Although strangers, all in the room, they're one thing in common. We are desperately single. (laughs) So, there you are. 13 girls that you are about to get to sit down with, and you, you get seven minutes a pop. Oh, gee, was it seven? That's a long time. Yeah, seven minutes, like you say, starting with a bell, ending with a bell. Uh, did any preparation go into this? Well, no, <laughs> I, I don't think so. I, uh, I remember that really well. I remember that really well, though. I remember the candles, the forced intimacy, um, uh, as I referred to it, as encouraging intimacy. I don't yeah. know. I think I just turned up. I remember, uh, I do remember working all day because back then this is before I kind of left Australia to go and do my list. So I was doing as many things as I could in Australia before I left. So I was kind of working 
and then just squeezing bits and pieces in. So speed dating is one of them. So I remember driving there in my work van uh, that had a giant inflatable movie screen in the back because that's what the business or whatever was back then. So no, I think I just turned up and was hoping the best, hoping that my personality would get me through. Uh, so I was nervous. I was shitting myself. <laughs> so no Dutch courage, no practicing of chat lines, anything like that, anything in your back pocket to whip out. <laughs> no, I wasn't planning on whipping anything out. I just, uh, I just turned up. I just turned up and, you know, true to me now, very unorganized. Uh, I was just there and it thought, put me in coach. I'm ready. Uh, no prep. Perfect. Perfect. Here we go. Tonight is a night of discovery. Within the next two hours, we will have an, had an opportunity to talk to 13 members of the opposite sex in a quest to find a partner. A seven-minute time frame is offered with each person as a way of screening would-be suitors. A ringing bell indicates both your interview is over and that the next person is ready to be spoken to. <laughs> Aggressively streamlining the more trivial aspects of dating, such as buying drinks, dancing, and wolf whistling, is no, it's no wonder that speed dating has become so popular. Making use of the complimentary glass of wine or beer on arrival, we are soon marshaled into our starting positions. Okay, Ten tension is building. Mm. Uh, I take it you've already scouted the room to pick out the girl with the biggest chest? <laughs> no, 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 that's where you and I differ. I was all about on the inside, so it was hard to tell at that point. Um, I, what I do remember, though, is because you know how... You know, guys and girls, even as adults, we, we tend to sort of split. I was, actually, what was I doing the other day? I was doing something the other day, swimming. I was doing an ocean swim, and there's guys and girls now in our swim club. And we got to the buoy at the back, and, or the buoy, and all the guys are on one side and all the girls are on the other. Like, it just happens, it seems, throughout life. There's just a yeah. So I get to this speed dating place, and, of course, all the guys are on one side just having a beer, and, oh, oh yeah. yeah. And all the girls are on the other side, you know, looking cute. But, yeah, so there was definitely, like, a standoff. So everyone was very aware of who was in the room beforehand. So it was definitely having a beer, checking out the girls on the other side, seeing who kind of piqued interest. Um, mm. There was that going on. Yeah. Within, okay, by the way, this bar setting, uh, like you said, bar setting, lowly, low, low lighting um, and numbers all on these tables. So it was and an empty bar other than 26 people and an event organizer who's rubbing her hands together because I, I remember it being quite expensive. So, so is, is it a case of like there's lots of small talk going on before this takes place or is it almost awkward silence throughout until it's sort of awkward it's so you know when you play a game of rugby and uh as you do well anyone who play, played sports and you're in the dressing rooms beforehand and you're yeah. sort of there and you're putting the socks on you can smell like the menthol and the uh, yeah. yeah all that stuff um it was like that it was pre-game nerves uh no, no engaging with the opposite sex. You're basically ready for the referee to blow the whistle. Uh, and, and, and the whistle was blown. Yeah. The whistle, the whistle was blown. So here we go. I looked at my name tag pinned high on my chest. <laughs> I was number eight. I scoured through the room for my first date and soon found her nervously sitting on the edge of a couch. Do you remember victim number one? Oh God. So this, this is <laughs> where it's going to be so funny because I don't remember many of, many of these girls. Because it was so long ago. So yeah, I'm, I'm up for trial right now and I cannot wait for you to make a joke of this. Okay, girl number one was a lovely lady called Robin. Ah, Robin. Okay, Robin seemed like a seasoned veteran of speed dating, you write. With pen in hand and dating card handy, she was ready to jot. In fact, she was born to jot. <laughs> a, bl <laughs> a black... Good writing. 
<laughs> her black, thick-rimmed spectacles complemented her tightly drawn ponytail, which in turn complemented her black turtleneck jumper. I do remember Robin. Pardon? I remember her now. Okay. Okay, I so do. you remember the outfit? I do remember the outfit, yeah. Okay, it could be said that she was dressed for a funeral. Her magnified eyes stared at me intently as she took a measured sip of her wine. <laughs> okay, so my question was going to be, is that ringing any bells for you? And it has. It's brought back the memories. Yeah. So, A, let's address the dating card. Do, do the men and women get given a card to make notes on? Um, yeah, you have a, yeah, you're given like a, I'm trying to think, I don't want to make this up, but I, I think you're given like a little notepad actually. Right. And, and a pen. So you get to make notes about this person as they're speaking. You can imagine speaking to someone or them speaking to you and you're just taking notes. I mean, how awful. <laughs> so, um, you know, and the truth of it is, you know, cause you're meeting 13 people, you go in thinking, well, I'm not going to forget any of these people. I don't need to make notes, but very quickly you do. So, you know, I, yeah, you know, there we are, ready to jot notes on exactly what they're doing and, you know, yeah. what they think about love and do they like walks on the beach? Well, she, she hits you with the first question of, uh, so what do you do? Uh, to which you decide not to go with the truth. Oh, God. <laughs> you think, oh, God, according I to what you've written. Do you remember what you told her that you do? Uh no, I don't, but I do remember lying. Okay, okay. So here we go. Here we go. Uh, you're right. A simple question that made me realize I hadn't planned an angle of attack. In truth, I was genuinely interested in the concept of speed dating, but as far as answers go, that seemed too boring. Uh, <laughs> I had joked with my friends that I would change my story with each date, but had thought against it as admittedly it was very immature. I'm a painter, I replied. <laughs> I was immature. <laughs> so, so you go on to say that the, the next six and a half minutes was then <laughs> just you continuously building upon this lie of you being a painter. Um, can you remember anything else? Do you remember what type of artist you were? Oh, God, I need to apologize to Robin if she happens to be one of our seven listeners. Um, this is awful. What terrible behavior. I would never do this now. No, what type of painter? Uh, uh, no, did I go for, I'm just thinking straight away, like Sistine Chapel type painter artist, or is it more graffiti? Yeah, no, you, so you, uh, well, first of all, you, you recognize that um, if you and Robin were to get married, <laughs> that, uh, so your mind automatically flew straight into the future to marriage, um, and that the marriage would have been built on a, on a lie from the start, and that made you feel bad. Um, but she, yeah, she, she asks you what type of art you do and your, um, your answer is pop art mainly. And then you write next to it in your blog, my hole was getting bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that's how arousal works for men. So. Well, it sort of <laughs> <laughs> but my anatomical hole, the, the proverbial hole, which I was digging was, was large at this point. Oh, Gave I see. Little. <laughs> I see, I see. So yes, you, you go on to claim that you are uh, a pop artist uh, and that you have a painting retreat coming up in Rome soon. Oh gosh, did I? Um, yes, yes. And as the six minutes draws to an end, you realise that uh, no questions have come from you back towards her. Uh, uh, and, you, and, you know, on the theme of what you're into and a hundred things and bucket lists, you, de you decide to ask uh, 
what is it she would do if she only had a week uh, left to live and money was no object? Mm. To which Robin replies, uh, she would travel more. So uh, there we go. Very common one, by the way, Toddy. As, as you know, we ask this question a lot and a lot of people say travel more, but they don't say yeah. where exactly. They don't say where and many more of the people that you date on this evening will respond with something very similar. Oh, um, good. Thank you yeah. for taking me back through this, this thing I can't remember. <laughs> Mate, my pleasure. And with that, the bell rings and date one is over. Uh, nerves settled by this time? You know, the awkwardness over? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was still alive. I remember feeling that and I remember just thinking, this isn't so bad, actually. This isn't so bad. Uh, and then you're in the flow. You're in the flow. Bell rings, look around, everyone stands up and mechanically uh, just swap seats. Uh, well... Yeah. So here we go. If, if you felt bad about lying about being a painter, you wait until we go for date number two with Michelle. Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. I had enjoyed living vicariously through the life of an entirely fictional character so much that I decided to do it again. Sadly, these characters just seem so much more interesting than me. Aww. Oh, God. Aww. Don't, don't be so harsh on yourself. Michelle was a university student and had a great quirkiness in her demeanor. She has a big smile amongst other large assets. Oh, okay. Oh, hello. You'd love that. You and the boys. <laughs> okay. So, as I say, you, you decide, well, if you felt bad about the painting, you've just admitted you're going to decide to uh, concoct another story. <laughs> Michelle starts with, so why are you here? To which you reply, to get away from the family. I knew it. I remember this one. Yes. God. So she then follows that up. She seeks clarification on whether you're referring to living with your parents and your sexy sister. Uh, <laughs> you want to say hello to her, Toddy? Yeah. Hi, Pascal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to which you reply, no, my wife. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You decide that you will play a married man on date number two. Yeah, I mean, this really, these are the, the, the actions of a deranged and sad man. I mean, you don't do that. I can't believe I did that. <laughs> I'm, I well, uh, I'm seven at this point doing this. Uh, yeah. Again, sorry, yeah. and Robin. Uh, well, you know, and again, with a sense of humor, that first line you know, you, you kind of build the tension with her and then you let the tension out by going, ha, Michelle, I'm only, I'm only joking. Oh, good. No, no, no. That's what most people would do. <sighs> That's what you decided. Uh, let's keep going with this. She goes, what do you mean? Does your wife know you're here? Of course not, I laughed. She'd divorce me if she knew I was here. <laughs> again, again, a beautifully placed moment. You've built it up. Just relieve the pressure, let her laugh it off, and then you can both enjoy the rest of the minutes remaining. Um, no, 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 no. Let's, uh, let's build upon that and claim that you have a child oh. called Tamara. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got to remember, this is made up on the spot. Um, yeah. So I, on one part, I'm, I'm cringing here. This is horrible behavior. Uh, I apologize again, Michelle. On the other half, like, that's quite creative. And I don't mind the name Tamara. Tamara's a good name. And you do say to Michelle that uh, 
the the wonderful three-year-old is is blissfully unaware of her parents unhappy relationship <laughs> so you know every cloud <laughs> however the, the seven minutes has been used up with you creatively thinking of a humorous story mm. uh, and the bell rings. And this, luckily, is where you let Michelle know that, um, that because, because as you write, sorry, she was positively, positively outraged uh, at, your, at the unfaithful philandering husband and her body language was very aggressive. So the bell rings and you luckily stand up and say, Michelle, don't worry, I was only joking. Uh, to which... Luckily, she laughs very loudly, um, and you move on. I, I so, know she did too, and I'm sure when I, I mean I don't know if you've done a podcast with Michelle, but if if you were to ask her how was your experience, I'm sure she would say date number two, awful human. What well, but yeah, I, I'm sure she wasn't thinking on her date card. We'd love to speak to that guy more, but uh, <laughs> yeah. If I was number nine or number seven, whichever way you were rotating, so the next guy to sit down, if uh, you had left the table and all I saw was Michelle in hysterics, laughing, you know, because you had re now relieved attention, I would be nervous. I'd be like, oh, yeah, how do I, how do I top that guy? It, because, and, and it's a good reminder, it is a competition out there. It's dog eat dog. So you're trying to psychologically get in the head of the men who are following you. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that, that is interesting. Um, I do remember also, I think there was some kind of like scoring. I'm trying to remember. I don't know if I wrote about it, but I, I did some kind of scoring thing where it was basically, I can't remember if it was like one out of 10 or whether it was, should I follow up with this girl again? But I remember, yeah, basically after two thinking, probably not, probably not. Well, girls four and five. Uh, interestingly, it would appear that girl number three did not get written about. So... Um, yeah. Girls, girls four and five. So, you know, sorry, girl number three. Girls mm. four and five, you roll into one. Carly and Jordana, or Jordana. Ah, Jordana, sure. Mm. In the nature of speed dating, Carly and Jordana whizzed by very quickly. I was beginning to notice a trend that as more alcohol was consumed, the more uh. open everyone became. So we already know from date one, your hole's getting bigger. Um, yeah. Are you, are you implying that Others are starting to loosen Definitely. and enjoy. Oh, Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's a great experience. You know, it, it is actually really fun and a little bit absurd and, um, and different. And of course, this now is like what speed dating is. You know, speed dating is done very much virtually with all these apps that you're, you're also familiar with. Um, so <laughs> I can't remember the one you keep telling me about, Grind, whatever it is. I know you <laughs> But I, I mean, it's kind of like this weird, back then it was very, I feel like it was very new and uh, maybe I'm wrong on that, but yeah, now this is like very much a way in which we interact. So yeah. I, anyway, forgetting that. Yeah. It's just a lovely event. Alcohol's flowing. Everyone's happy and chirpy, a chipper. Um, and yeah, date three and four. I don't remember how they went. I have a feeling not well, but here we are. Well, all you seem to remember is Carly had always wanted to own property and had not slept with a man in two months. She told me that. Wow. Mm. Uh, whilst Jordana had always wanted to go skydiving and had a fascination with threesomes, apparently. Wow. I didn't expect that from her. Um, I don't remember her saying that, but good honour. Um, I'm assuming that's why you wrote about these two girls together, was it? Maybe. Imagine that. That would be quite the heist from a speech, someone going in there and walking out with more than one person. Wow. Jordana. Okay, so we move on. Date number five. Eva. Mm. Mm. 
Do you remember? Does Eva ring a bell? I remember the name. I remember the name. And the way you say it, it didn't go well either. Well, well, when we had a conversation about uh, our, our prep for this yesterday, and uh, I mentioned that there was a lot of information around speed dating, you let out a slightly nervous, like, oh, I don't think I described one of the girls too nicely. Oh, gosh. Oh, here we go. For anyone listening, now, just remember, this is me 10 years ago, you know? I... Hey, nobody's judging you. Thank nobody's you. judging you. Don't, don't you worry about it. This is, uh, you know, the women know what they've signed up for here. And you're, you're, not, you're not horrible. You're just honest with your opinion. Eva. Okay, lay it on us, Toddy. What's Eva? Eva was not the most beautiful woman in the room. Hmm. It actually, when I when I first read this yesterday, uh, it reminded me of when David Brent goes uh, dating in the office in the special, and he's in the pub, yeah. And a large and a larger woman walks towards him, and he's like, "For fuck's sake!" I remember that. Yeah, no, Eva was. Uh, well, I mean, that's not. I don't think in itself that's an awful statement. She could very well have said that about me. Not the most beautiful person in the room, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, you and as you said earlier, we know that beauty is not just in the physical, you know. So let's see what Eva's personality has got to offer, okay. shall we? Yes. Uh, <laughs> she was very blunt and at the same time, extremely desperate. <laughs> Fusing these two qualities together, Eva was very intense and presented a thin layer of sweat across her forehead. Oh, God, things... Yeah, things, things aren't going too well between you and Eva then. She wasn't that thin layer of sweat, didn't catch your... I, it, well, it definitely caught my attention. Um, yeah, I don't know. We, it, it didn't seem like a match from the onset. Um, good on us both, though, for you know, <laughs> seeking love. Can we well, just she, on the love? You know? Yeah, she, she, and she is there. She told you. So she, she told me that she was there in search of a soulmate, <laughs> to which she knew she would find one soon. Hopefully not in the next seven minutes, I thought to myself. <laughs> Can I laugh at my own story? I, I, haven't, I haven't read this in 10 years. That's really funny. Uh, that was good. That was good. You go on to compare the rest of the date to the uh, famous rumble in the jungle, I believe it is, between Ali and Foreman, uh -huh. uh, to which you describe yourself as being the lighter, quicker Ali, uh, desperately evading the much larger Foreman. So... <laughs> Oh, I'm sure to, I, 10 years on, she's, she's probably got kids and very happily married, you know? Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure someone in that room, she, uh, <laughs> she appealed to or someone later on, you know, Hey, and again, it's only your opinion, yeah. only your opinion. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So those seven minutes are over. You've escaped with your life. Um, and we move on to date number six, Serena. Oh, Serena used her sense of humor to break the ice. Why do farts smell? Oh, I remember this. Um, I don't know what the answer is, but I remember her saying that, yes. <laughs> yeah. So she asks, she leads straight with that. You go, I don't know, Serena, why do farts smell? So deaf people can appreciate them too. Oh. Uh, and you write, unfortunately, this was the highlight of our seven minutes. It's <laughs> a pretty funny joke. Um, yeah, strong start. Because that's the other thing. <laughs> I didn't have a strategy. I don't know what's the right way or wrong way to play this. But like a lot of these girls did. You know, there were like, like a clear joke at the beginning. So it's very, you're, 
you know, it's just interesting, isn't it? It's less free flowing. In fact, a lot of people were just quite, uh, you know, uh, what am I trying to say? Like pre, they pre-designed the seven minutes and maybe that's a great yeah. way to go. I don't know. Cause I imagine she, do you think she would have used the same joke for other 13, other 12 guys? Well, I don't know. See, that's the thing is like, even though you, you've on reflection now, you feel kind of bad of making up stories about being a painter or being married with a child. Mm. Um, it adds a variety to the evening, doesn't it? Otherwise, if you sat there if, and every seven minutes, it just started with, oh, so what do you do? Oh, you know, I own an outdoor movie screen business uh, with my mate. Yeah. What do you do? It becomes very, yeah, very, very boring quick, doesn't it? So well, I, I kind of admire Serena for being like, here's a fart joke. I agree. And, and I should ask, have you ever been speed dating? I have never been speed dating, no. Would you? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's, uh, I think you'd be, I, I, I think you'd be great. And I feel that you would have some kind of alter ego as well. Or would you go in with honesty? Uh, I'm not sure. I definitely wouldn't have played the, the married with kids card for, <laughs> for, as, for as long as you, you did. I might have started with the, you know, to, to get away from the wife and then immediately gone, I'm only joking. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think I would have avoided repetitive what do you do oh please tell me more about your profession that i don't care about mm. um you know i just think that's that's not necessarily the the key to an enjoyable evening yeah 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 so fat joke it was good on serena we we're agreed good on serena uh, unfortunately she didn't follow up with much that you remember or write about for the rest of the seven minutes so we move immediately on oh, good. to date to date number seven monica um See if this rings a bell for you. This, this one, surely this one's got to stand out. You write, I have never met a palm reader before. Oh. Oh, yeah. I did. Yeah. So I remember this girl. She was, from memory, I think she was slightly older. Um, I think she was blonde. And she was actually, it was, it was one of the only dates. It was one, you could prove me wrong here, but I'm pretty sure it was one of the only dates where it was actually, I was talking to someone genuinely. Like I was just listening, she was being very genuine. It wasn't like this kind of immature, whatever. That's what I remember. Yeah, so, so she, uh, she grabs your hands and puts her palm reading to, to work. Uh, and you say, with no sign of emotion on her face, she informed me that I would suffer some form of trauma before I became old. <laughs> and that although appearing to be a pretty boy on the surface, I had much more beneath. <sighs> safe, safe to say palm reading is absolute bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what a load of rubbish. <laughs> no, um, pretty boy. Yeah, more, more depth. No, yeah, unfortunately, no. Yeah, I mean, that's, that to me is an interesting way of approaching speed dating to be like, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a palm reader, so chuck is your hands. Well, do you know what? Maybe she was doing what I was doing. Maybe she was just making that up. Um, yeah, true, true. Yeah, uh, I can't be the only one making up stories at this point. But it's good because you get to touch because touch is important. And then, you know, make, well, very much like me, make stuff up. Yeah, make stuff up. And for the inquisitive response of like, what, what trauma? What do you mean? Yeah. Oh, I'd, we would need a second date for me to tell you more. <laughs> there, we, there we go. That's what she should have gone with, Monica. <laughs> um, that's all you write about Monica, just that she, uh, she read some stuff into your future. Um, and that, that was about it. And we moved directly on. I've lived in fear every moment since that. Thanks. I that. should imagine. Yeah, just wait. I should imagine. Trauma. Anytime a truck goes past, I jump to the left. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Life's been pretty tough since. 
Monica, please get in touch and tell Seb it's all going to be okay. Mm. Uh, date number eight, Susan. Susan, Susan, Susan. Uh, it's safe to say dates are going downhill at this point. Palm reader. And now, unfortunately, Susan, after a 10-year marriage, she now found herself single and divorced and her ex-husband serving a long sentence in jail. Holy, yeah, I remember this, yeah. Okay, so although I kind of make light of it going downhill, it sounds like uh, Susan had actually been through, been through the mill a little bit with her ex-husband because you write um, that he committed a crime that you don't want to repeat um, or really think about. And oh. yeah, and you go on to write that just as the, just as the seven minutes is coming to an end, uh, she lets you know that speed dating actually offers her quite a, a, a nice, comfortable environment to meet people. Jeez, what, um, what, a, what a legend. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, all, all joking aside, you kind of realize that things like this, yes, they can be fun uh, and enjoyable and frivolous and all that good stuff. But actually, for, for some people out there who don't want to go to a bar and kind of get chatted up by a stranger or this was actually offered a, a really nice place for Susan to do her thing and yeah. try and find a bit of happiness and love again. Yeah, that's nice. That's re- and if you think about it, like it can be a scary place getting out there trying to meet people. And it, I, for some people, it's an ideal way to actually, I never really thought about that. I suppose it's an ideal way, like you say, safe and measured to, to meet people. I'd yeah, like so, to know what so, on success. I'll say that again, sorry. I'd, I'd love to know what the stats are. Like, is a, 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 how many of these people are getting married? I mean... Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Well, because there, there appears to be some sort of uh, method to the madness behind this, because you're, according to what you write later on, uh, you're meant to kind of give scores or, or write notes and you hand your cards back in or your notepads back in at the end and you get emailed results. So who oh, was the most, yeah, who was the most compatible for who? Um, so there is meant to be some sort of, you know, yeah. uh, it's like an old sort book. of math. Yeah, it's an old school date. I, yeah, you're right. So they, they let you know who, it's like, would you see this person again? You tick a box. And if they do the same for you, they let you know via email afterwards. Thingy is interested in you as well. You can go and catch yeah. up. Hmm. Well, okay. So, so we move on from the lovely Susan, uh, who's there for all the right reasons. And, and fingers crossed, it worked out well for her. Uh, now, dates 9, 10, 11, and 12, you write, my concentration had dropped at this time possibly affected by my fourth wine this and the fact let me read that one more time shall i (laughs) my concentration had dropped at this time possibly affected by my fourth wine this and the fact that i had noticed one particular girl at table 13 oh table 13 oh this nameless girl was not only my last date but she was also by far the best looking person in the room not the greatest of accolades you write bit harsh bit harsh (laughs) i couldn't wait to meet her she looked to be in her early 20s but with her blonde shoulder length hair gave off an air of maturity she had piercing green eyes okay 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 now you you your interest has been piqued let's let's very briefly whistle through dates 9 10 11 and 12 shall we Uh date date 9 christine she was a barrister, dreamt of becoming a concert pianist. Her busy schedule didn't allow her to socialize, so speed dating offered a time-effective way of meeting men. Date nine, done. Date 10, Rose, wanted to travel the world more. Done. Date 11, Samantha, wanted to travel the world more. Done. Date 12, Anthea, wanted to travel the world more. On a, 
on a boat. Great. Oh. Oh, what a goal. What a goal. But who cares about them now, mate? You've got your eye on, <laughs> on girl number 13. Beautiful, green-eyed. Is it Kaya? Is it how you say it? I, I thought it was Kyra. Is it Kaya? K-Y-A, actually. It's Kaya. Kaya. Yes, K-Y-A. Mm. Kaya. So here we go. Here yeah. we go. Tuck, tucking your erection into your waistband, you walk over <laughs> to the final table. I'm pretty sure that's not what I wrote. <laughs> no, you did. No, you didn't. Um, now, here we go. You've got your eye on her. You have for the last few dates. How are you going to approach this one? Are you thinking, let me make up some stuff again? Or are you thinking, no, this is time to, you know, get the old uh, tie right up to the neck and yeah. show her that I'm a big, impressive guy? Big impressive guy. Um, I remember being nervous because she was she was cute, and I remember thinking, okay, let's see what happens. So, not knowing the answer to your question, I think I'm going to go with honesty. I feel like I feel like you're about to let me know that you chose to go with honesty. Well, it, it would appear actually that you uh, spend a lot of time maybe just asking her questions. So you so you're right. Kaya didn't belong in in a speed dating event. Her casual attitude indicated that she knew this as well. It turns out that she was actually supporting a friend, oh, the palm reader, Monica. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she, she goes on to reveal to you kind of the, the trade secrets of speed dating in, in the female world that um, actually the majority of people at the event probably have come in twos or threes to support each other and kind of compare notes afterwards. Ah, and there I was by myself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you think, do you think uh, for the lovely ladies of the speed dating world, it ever turns into conflict if they're both like, hey, number eight, Seb, I like him. Imagine. No way. I like him. Yeah. Seb the painter. No, uh, you must be mistaken. Seb the guy with the wife. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I actually remember thinking that. I remember going, imagine if these girls find out that I'm lying. Um, yeah. Because yes. I'm sure you're right, Toddy. I'm sure. So, Kaya went on to tell you that she wanted to travel more. What a surprise. What mm. a surprise. She wanted to travel more, uh, and she was fun-loving. You told her, I'm afraid of commitment, but I want to take you out for a drink after. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you... Truthful thing I said all night. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I was about to say, you, you decided to lead with truth. Yes. Um, so you don't divulge too much more about the conversation. Uh, can you give us a little more insight? How do you feel it went? How, you know? No, there was definitely, okay, so there was definite, uh, you know, chemistry for want of a better word. Uh, we were just getting on and it was like, uh, and I'm sure, you know, it's, it's, it's all relative, but I, at that point I was like, oh, I'm talking to someone I would like to be talking to if I was in a bar. Mm -hmm. Uh, and maybe that's just what everyone else thought at different times with different people. I'd love to see the map of how this actually worked. Have, did anyone catch up again? But yeah, it felt, uh, it felt fun. It was fun and casual. Yeah. Okay. So she, as you say, she was at uh, your final date. The bell rings and uh, it would appear the evening is over. Mm. Most people walk over and hand their dating cards back because as we've discovered, uh, the results are going to be emailed to you in the coming days. Uh, but some people, including yourself, and the wonderful Kaya and a palm reading friend hang around for one more drink. Yeah. Uh, you ask Monica if she can read your future again, but um, you write that it would appear she's had too many wines to tell the future now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's, let alone the present. Yeah, and this is where business really picks up mm. because Kaya invites you to come to the next pub with her and Monica. Yeah. 
Mm. Do you do you want to talk us through before I read out what you wrote? Do you want to talk us through? Yeah, again, I I, I feel like I'm being tested here, and I love it. So what I what, where I think so this is in North Sydney, by the way. So I was living, living manly at the time, and we met at some nondescript bar in the middle of North Sydney. So I I have a feeling we went to. I'm trying to remember the name of the. I think it's called North Point, or it was called North Point. I think. Okay. Um, and yeah, I remember going for. Hang on, did I go for? A, I can't remember, but I remember. Well, I did. Interesting, interesting. Because I'm not sure I believe what you wrote. I, I reckon you did go for a drink, but let's let's dig into what you wrote, okay? <clears throat> With my private parts swelling to the point of bursting at the Jesus thought of touch. I did not write that. <laughs> let me please read directly from your blog (laughs) with my private parts swelling to the point of bursting as the thought of touching a real life woman overwhelmed me i realized walking out into a strong breeze would probably send me to the point of climax (laughs) what i didn't write that no (laughs) (laughs) thank god (laughs) now you actually said Having experience, <laughs> I was like, "What? Who was I back then?" Okay. <laughs> Having experienced speed dating and enjoyed it greatly, I could only assume that back in the real world, I would be lost without a seven-minute bell and numbered tables. I declined the offer, but gave a girl's gave the girls a lift in my car, anyways. Now I'm assuming you pushed your car to the next destination because you, you know, you've admitted elsewhere in your writings that your four or so winds in. Um, I think what happened is that uh, I I do remember watering one wine down, and you can have two in the first hour, and then one every hour after. So uh, yeah, no, we're all safe. We're all very safe. Okay, okay, good, okay, safe. Everyone got there to their next destination. Uh, yes, and you, so so genuinely, you didn't follow up. She's caught your eye. You you ignore four dates. I four actually, dates to get to her. Yeah, I um, yeah, I did. We rattled through those quickly, didn't we? I um, I actually remember. I, I think the reason I I, I said no is because I was driving, and I think I was working like the next day. So okay. I, I think that's why I actually said no. Um, but I I did give them a ride. Yes, uh, you yes you did. Yeah. Okay. Yes, you did. Let's go. There. Five minutes later, we had reached the next pub, and the girls got out. Kaya turned back and asked me one more time if I wanted to join them. But for some reason, I said no. That's right. With that, she leant over and kissed me. It felt good. <laughs> With that, she left. Mate, yeah. come on. I mean, speed dating, it's bit, how much more success could you ask for? You've been asked out immediately for, you know, almost a second date or at least a continuation of the first seven minutes. Yeah. And, you know... <sighs> Well, I mean, now we look back on it and reflect. I feel like, you know, wow, what an idiot. But uh, no, I, I actually, re- I do remember this. I didn't go in. We're in, we're in an alley. I dropped the girls off in an alleyway because I think that's kind of mm, next to where you go in. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I'm not sure what happened to the hand reader. Palm reader. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that did happen. We shared a little kiss and uh, I did. I declined. I said, thank you, but no. Um, and I assumed that we'd catch up another time. And I, I don't remember if we, we ended up doing that. In a, I do have a bit of a story for you. Mm. 
But um, no, I remember that was it. But I was so excited. And also because I was sheltered and very, you know, young and not experienced with dating and like the truth of it is really, I pro- I'm probably someone who benefited from speed dating because it was, you know, an easier way to meet people, let's say. Um, I had no idea. I was just scared. So I, 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 I kind of remember this uh, just being quite fearful. Oh my God, she's wanting okay. me to go somewhere. <gasps> I can't do that. Type yeah. Thing. Oh, wow. So, so did you exchange details? Did you... Did you remember that? We did. Um, we did. In, in fact, I've got my phone here. I'm just going to see if it's in there. Um, I, yeah, we did exchange details. I'm not sure, like I said, whether I... If she is in your phone, you have to ring her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she, she's she, not in there. She's not. I would have absolutely... That would have been hilarious. No, she's not in there. Uh, so I'll read the last bit and then you say there's a little bit of a story, is there? Uh, yeah. Let me, let me read the, the end of your blog. All in all, speed dating had been a success. True, it does attract different types of people, but not necessarily those you may label desperate, awkward, or asthmatic. It appeals to people on the go, groups of fun-loving girls and lonely hearts, to name a few. I had great fun, and at the end of the day, I got a good old-fashioned kiss on the first date. Oh, I can joke about being asthmatic, because I am. Um... So yeah, hey, I had a great time. You know, with all these things on my list, I'm trying to be open-minded or whatever. Um, I, I don't think it's a bad thing at all. In fact, I went speed dating again, um, not for in search of love. We were doing with Dave Cornthwaite, who we've interviewed. Yeah, yeah, we just uh, we stayed awake for 72 hours. We tried to fill 72 hours with different things to keep us, you know, awake. One of them was speed dating, and I was awful because it was 50 mm-hmm. hours into you know, sleep deprivation, and I couldn't even talk. Um, but no, I had, a, I had a great time, but the story with Kaya. So th- mm. th- this is funny. Um, I don't think we ever caught up again. Um, so years on, I just see this, but you know, like I- I'm 27, 28 at this point, I reckon I must've been 36, 35, 36. Mm. And I'm in, um, Hobart, Tasmania, giving a keynote talk. Right. So right. all these stories that we're talking about now, mm. some of them at least have become, got a book too haven't you you got a book and he talks on stages yeah so i talk on stages about this hundred things thing i don't really i don't talk about the the, the speed dating uh it's not part of like the you know whatever so i'm talking and i'm to so this group of people i can't remember who the company was a, a company of some sort and there was like a couple of hundred people in the room and i kept um seeing like this this girl in in the in the audience and i was like who is that as i'm speaking i'm doing my talk and i'm in my head i'm like who is that girl and i keep looking over um, and we do a Q and a at the end. And so sure enough, this girl who, who I was kind of fam- couldn't put a name to the face, couldn't remember the context of how we knew each other, but I was sure we had, she puts her hand up and she's like, she's like, hi, I don't know if you remember me, but you went speed dating in North Sydney about six, seven years ago. And, uh, we had a kiss and I was like, what? And this is, you know, I'm getting paid now as a speaker and suddenly I'm kissing delegates of this company. <laughs> And it was so funny. So she stood up and she came to the front. Everyone laughed and we had a good old, like a back and forth about it. Mm. Everyone was having a good time. And uh, we took a photo. Uh, we took a photo together and it was the rekindling. Um, it was the rekindling. But I think at that point, I can't remember. I, was she in a relationship or I, I don't know, but it was a very funny moment. Um, years yeah. after seeing this girl who was also, you know, still attractive just as I remembered her. Uh, and, but unfortunately potentially taken i think so. she was taken yeah but everyone had i mean it was it was hilarious it was it was really funny i mean especially because it's quite intimate right if she had said hey we ran a marathon together when you did a you know, whatever that would be one thing but then to be like 
we kissed in front of everyone. It was like, oh God, thanks for sharing that. It was, it was yeah. quite, she got me well. That was great. That was great. Yeah. Uh, and just to go back to the second time you went speed dating too, uh, weirdly, that was you, one of your dates with, with Mark Rostock's nurse at the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Mark, who again is in another one of our previous podcasts, so you uh, helped push for the half marathon. Mm. He first found out about you on that second speed dating appearance. Yeah. Uh, where, yes, his nurse remembers you as being particularly awful because you were so tired. Um, <laughs> yeah. I remember one point um, uh, dunking my head in between two different dates in an ice bucket of water that was previously cooling wine on that occasion. That's how awful it was going. Right, there we have it. Number 21, one of the sexy ones. Check, ticked, done. Congratulations. Roddy, thank you for helping me relive that and uh, jogging the memory. That was fun. Anyone, by the way, who is curious to go speed dating, do it. It, it. You know, like we mentioned, it's harmless and it's fun. And you might find love, who knows? The 100 Things Podcast. Oh, what's on your list, yeah.